When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. I'm excited about our next guest. Listen, our next guest is literally opening the doors for so many people. Denise Williams is one of the youngest real estate brokerage owners in the United States, and she has the largest black woman-owned, matter of fact, largest woman-owned real estate brokerage in Atlanta, and she's doing so much stuff. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Ms. Denise, Ash, how we doing? I'm doing fantastic. Ah, I love it. I love it. I'm I love it. All right, so listen, this is what we're going to so do, excited. right? So normally, um, you know, we read bios. We have all, you know, we know who you are. But uh, for the people who never heard of Denise Williams, they don't know who Denise Williams is, who is? Under a rock. Right? Who is? Uh, you want the long version or the short version? Give, give, me, give, me, give me what feels right. Yeah, so um, I'm Denise Williams. Wow. So let's take it back to childhood. Yeah. You know, I uh, was raised in what I like to call the exotic island of Hinesville, Georgia. Mm. <laughs> uh, so very small town. Uh, lived there, you know, grew up, grew up there uh, from child on to uh, 18 years old. Uh, came from a small background. I have six, uh, six of us children. Yeah. Um, the fourth oldest of six. After living in Hinesville, obviously, when you come from a small town, it's really hard to think big. It's hard to see big, you know, especially when you don't have examples of people showing you what to do. Uh, so for me, I've always been ambitious, always wanted to have more, so decided to go to Valdosta State University. Uh, parents wanted me to go to Savannah State to try to keep me close, but I was like, uh-uh, that's too close. I can pop up. You know, y'all need you popping up on me. Uh, but went to Valdosta State, um, might have needed a little bit of parental supervision because I ended up getting pregnant oh, wow. while I was um, attending Valdosta State my sophomore year. Um, so after all of that happened, I won't necessarily dig all into that, but became a mom at 21. You know, while other people at 21 were in the clubs, I was in the bed, <laughs> you know. Uh, so graduated from Valdosta State, still got my degree, so I'm really proud of that. Uh, decided to relocate to Atlanta. Obviously didn't want to go back to Hinesville, so Moved to Atlanta, ended up working for a job that was just horrible. Not necessarily because it's corporate. You know, everybody likes to say, oh, I don't want a boss. I don't want to work for anybody, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that wasn't necessarily the only reason. For me, it was working in an occupation that was not helping people. Right. I've always had a big heart, always wanted to give back. And so it was really, really holding me back. So when I realized, like, I'm really working very hard uh, for a company that was really hurting our community. Mm -hmm. It was a title pond company. Yeah. So in that, I was like, you know what? I need something more. I got to do something better. I need something with flexibility. I need something with more money, et cetera, et cetera. Um, because of where I've come from, you know, one of, taking it back to childhood, I actually slept in a bunk bed until I was 18 years old. So in that experience, I always realized, like, no, one day I'm going to have a house that's so big, yeah. nobody's going to even know I'm home. Because, you know, when you're dealing with lack of privacy, it's just a different feeling. You want to be able to have space. So it brought me back after going through that experience, um, with Title Max, I decided to get into real estate. So you go and doing research online, what millionaire or billionaire do you know that doesn't own real estate, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, okay, I'm on to something here. It's an amazing in uh, industry, unlimited income potential, and there's no dress code. Mm -hmm. You know, they got me with that. Right, right. <laughs> like, no dress code, I could be fly, and I could... So, um, and it definitely was just a great personality fit, you know, and I was helping people. So decided to get my real estate license in 2012. Um, I guess I'll get into the real estate side of things. So got my real estate license, ended up working for one of the largest firms here in the world, uh, KW. Worked as an agent services coordinator, as an employee, as well as worked as an agent. So what was really cool about that experience is that I got to see it built from the inside out. So I'm seeing how they're recruiting, how they're marketing, what their numbers are like. And that's what really inspired me to become a broker. Because what I realized was, okay, Gary Keller owns this business, right? Mm -hmm. However, he's nowhere to be found, mm -hmm. yet there's checks coming in every single day, and I know that he's getting a piece of it. Mm. So for me, I was like, ding, 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 that's leverage. Like, right, I'm on wait, the... Wait, 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 let me stop you real quick, right? So agent, right, because a lot of people know what an agent is, mm -hmm. and you said, you, you, you know, you know uh, 
broke, give me real quick the difference between an agent yes. and a broker so people can understand. Absolutely. So a real estate agent is essentially a person who works under a broker's license. Okay. So you have to associate your license with a broker in order to practice real estate. So just like you have a manager at work and you're an employee, it's essentially the same thing. You Got have it. a broker and then you're an employee of the broker. Got it. Um, not, you know, just for example purposes. Yeah. You're still your own boss, but independent contractor. Got it. Got it. Got uh -huh. it. Okay. And so, it's yeah, Keller Williams yes. as an agent. Yes. And you, and you know you noticing David David Keller? Uh-uh, Gary Keller. Gary, my fault. Yeah, Gary. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I was like, okay, that's leverage. I definitely want to be in the broker seat so that I, too, can get overrides from what my agents produce. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to, you know, always have to drive people in my car, which is what a lot of people assume we do, which is so much more than that. Um, but I want to also train people. So my heart and my passion is to truly, like, give and pour into others. Mm -hmm. Like, sales is cool. I've sold a ton of real estate. But for me, it's about how can I help the next person be successful. Mm -hmm. And so you can only really do that from a leadership position. So I was like, okay, I'm going to become a broker. That's what I, I want to do. I think that's going to be great. So like I said, seeing those commissions, seeing how he was getting overrides on everything and not being out in the field to do that really inspired me to move on to that seat. Wow. And so now talk, talk to me about uh, becoming a broker, right? Yeah. And so now, you know, you know, young woman, black woman yes. decides, you know what, I want to uh, start my own brokerage mm -hmm. and hire other agents. Uh, like, talk to me about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, the route that I took after, you know, being in real estate, selling real estate and, and that sort of thing, what I ended up doing was actually working under another broker as an associate broker. So when I got my license, I decided to work under someone first. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, mentorship is important. Yes. Really learning what to do before you go and do it on your own dime is so important. Mm -hmm. So I uh, really had a great experience as far as learning how to recruit directly, you know, in that role. I was training agents. I was running the calendar. I was, you know, literally that was like my baby. You know, I treated it like it was my business because I was number two in the company. So having that experience showed me, okay, this is the flow. This is how you do things. But as you know, a lot of times when you really are truly a leader, like, you know when it's time to grow mm -hmm. and it's time to move forward. So um, I did that for about two years. Um, when I left the company, when I started at that company, it was about eight agents on the roster. Mm -hmm. When I left, we were over 75. Wow. So really helping to grow and develop and build that business was a huge asset to being able to now start my own. Wow, wow. So, yeah, wow. started Williams & Co. Mm -hmm. um, three years ago. Nice. Going into our fourth year and this so, year. And so three years ago, uh, you start Williams & Co. Mm -hmm. And then now, with over 50 agents. <laughs> You are one Shout out to my team. No, yes. The, one of the largest. Yes, yes. Black. Or are you the largest? I one am of, the largest. The largest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How does that feel? Document it. Um, it feels great. Yeah. You know, it feels amazing to have individuals that really believe in your vision. Yes. Because, you know, it's one thing to believe in it yourself. Like, you know a lot of times, but when you start to see other people really believe in you and push you and, you know what I mean, like see them become successful because of your leadership. Like, that just does something to me. Yeah. That, that's, it's just priceless. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and, and I, you know, I want, I want people to sort of, like, understand and unpack a lot of what Denise is saying, right? Uh, you know, started out mm -hmm. uh, as an agent. Yes. Uh, learned the business, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're at this, this large conglomerate, Keller Williams, and mm -hmm. you're, you're learning the business. You're learning how things flow, and you're like, you know what? Right. I'm, I'm going to get my broker's license because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be only the employee, yeah. right? Because I only got 24 hours in a day. Absolutely. But how can I max out my 24 hours is, is by getting pieces of everybody else's Absolutely. 24 hours, right? Mm -hmm. So you say you want to be a boss, and then so you get a, you get a, a broker's license, Yes. And instead of being your own boss immediately, you said, you know what, let me learn under yes. another boss. You learned under that other, other boss as an associate yes. uh, broker, mm -hmm. was able to grow the business not on your dime, on somebody yes. else's dime, yes. grow it to get you the, the faith and to know that you can actually do it and that then say, you know what, I can do it, I'm going to jump out and I'm going to jump yes. in there. Yes, absolutely. So I didn't get to take the clubhouse approach mm. where folks jumping on clubhouse and they experts overnight. Right, right. <laughs> you know, um... You know, I really had to go through the yeah. steps. You yeah. know, it's important because you have people really depending on you, and we're helping people, you know, with million-dollar purchases. Yeah. You know, so it's important that you know what you're doing. And I didn't want to just jump into something and not have all, you know, my ducks in a row. Yeah, and so what, what, what would be the, the, the most important lesson you've learned 
um, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a boss, right? Because it's one thing to be an entrepreneur where you are, um, you know, you're, you're building a business for yourself, right, for you and your family. Mm -hmm. But then there's another thing when you're an entrepreneur and, and there's other people yeah. you're responsible for. So talk about that for me. Um, I think the biggest advice for me is to, um, you want to hire slow mm -hmm. and you want to fire fast. Ooh. Big bar. You, you know, I wanted to really give something that I feel like is going to help people. And that's why I had to take a second to think about it. Because for me, I've had experience. I could have 100 agents right now if yeah. I choose to. Yeah. But to me, it's about choosing the right people around you. Mm. Because they're still a part of you and part of your village. Mm. So you really want to associate yourself with people that are going to also want to win. Yeah. You know, so it's not just about, okay, making the most money. Like, you can make money by just continuing to hire people. Yeah. But you're gonna be more stressed, you're gonna be, you know, you're not gonna feel fulfilled, you're gonna be doing it for the money. Yeah. So for me, I wanna hire people that I know that I can pour into, that I know are willing to help and willing to learn and also believe in me and it's reciprocated. Mm. You know, you don't wanna be associated with people that wanna, you know, be a part of it just cause it's cool or whatever or come to take. Mm -hmm. So I really am selective with the individuals that I bring on my team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're an entrepreneur, I would definitely say be very selective, mm. protect your energy, protect your business, protect your space uh, because a lot of people come on and want to attach to you for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and so you know I've had to learn that the hard way because I've been burned several times yeah you know yeah. by other people wow wow and I like that about protecting your energy because mm -hmm. at the end of the day energy is all we have it's so important yeah and then speaking of energy what you know what what obstacles did you have to face right black woman Young, yeah. right? Because you, because right? Because you're, you're you're a young black woman. So like, w you know, was it was it easy sailing starting your your own brokerage? Like, it wasn't, no, it definitely wasn't. Especially yeah. when like the brokerage that I worked for, he was a male. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't see any examples in the marketplace that looked like me. You know, that had my kind of personality. Just kind of someone I could see myself in. Yeah. I didn't have that necessarily yeah. uh, with jumping out there. But for me, like I said, you know, going back to childhood, I've always been ambitious. And sometimes you just have to be the pioneer. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to. To just be like, you know what, I might make some mistakes. There's always gonna be people that have more experience than me. There's always gonna be people that have whatever the case may be, but I am the best in the business. Mm. You just have to take that mindset and you have to run with it and you have to believe and trust in your skill set, the things that you can bring to others and just go. Mm. Just mm. really, really go with it, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And then so now, you know, let, let's let's talk about rap snacks, oh, right? Yes. Chief Chief Information yes. Officer, talk to me about that. So, Rap Snacks is an amazing organization. Shout out to Wise, shout out to Jane, shout out to Master P um, and, and Romeo. It's so exciting. This opportunity has, like, just given me so much life. Yes. You know, um, it's been over a year in the making as far as, like, when I made the initial uh, reach out to them. So, a lot of people just assume, like, big opportunities come to you because you got a plug right. or you got a family member that has helped you get on or you know somebody that knew somebody. Yeah. I didn't know anybody mm. <laughs> at this organization. Yeah. However, I knew myself, mm -hmm. and I know that I'm valuable with whatever it is that I touch. Mm -hmm. So if I touch it, it's gonna go. Talk that talk, man. <laughs> there we go. Talk that talk. For Put me, I was like, you know, with Williams & Co., like I mentioned before, I'm a giver. Yeah. So in my organization, my agents have the option to donate to an organization of choice mm -hmm. um, at closing. So when I did research, I've been following the organization for a while. I always thought they were dope, thought their concept was super cool, um, loved what the leadership was posting about and how they're for the culture, et cetera, et cetera. And so I would see the chip bags, and I'm like, well, why do they only have rappers on there? Why can't they have entrepreneurs? They have a special edition, you know what I mean? It can be discounted, whatever. I'm like, I want to be on the chip bag. And so that was my initial you know, uh, attempt to be a part of the organization. Well, that fell flat. Right. Cause it's like, girl, you need more social proof. What are you doing? Like, we don't know who you are. Yeah. So, you know, I gave it some more time. I'm like, I need to come up with another strategy because I want to work with this organization. So I was like, okay, let me do some more research. They have a foundation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let's go at it that way yeah. with regard to the foundation. And so reached out to the organizations for, um, organizers for the foundation. Ended up, you know, getting passed here, passed there, passed there, until I finally found the right person. Um, ended up connecting with that individual in a major way. I feel like I've known him, like, forever. Uh, call him my BFF now. Yeah. Um, super cool. And really just believed in me, believed in my passion. He shared some of the things that they were working on with me. And so in that conversation, he didn't know that I was taking notes. Mm. So I asked him, could I have a follow-up call? So when I had a follow-up call, he had no idea that I'd actually created an outline for an idea yeah. that he had. Yeah. And so that's what you mean by value. It's mm -hmm. like you can't go to something 
wanting to just get. Right. It's like go at something with the openness to give, do the work, yeah. and then get, put your hand out. Like don't come with your hand out initially without showing any value. Yeah. Blown away. You know, ended up recording the meeting and all this stuff for him so he could pass it back to his team. And he was just really, really, you know, excited about it. So we had a couple more meetings since then, flew out to Miami, met the team, you know, and excited and brought me on. Nice. So, you know, don't be scared to go after something That's that you don't have a clue about. You don't know anybody there. You don't know if they'll know you. Just go after something that you can really believe in and push. Like, I believe in Rap Snacks. Like, yeah. I tell them all the time, I'm like, there's no reason this shouldn't be the biggest brand in the world. Wow. Because wow. it's so, so dope. Yeah. So don't try to do stuff for the clout. Don't do it because, oh, it's celebrities and social. No, do it because it's something you can really get behind. Right. Because that's what's going to shine through at the end of the day. Right. Um, and they believe in me so much so that they've given me full creative control. To Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Create a real estate curriculum mm. for individuals who are looking to purchase their first investment property yeah. or their first home. Yeah. So that's major, you know what I mean? And that'll be launching soon, so I'm really excited about that. Nice. Hey, peace and blessings, family. It's Ash Cash. If you're an entrepreneur, coach, or service provider, nothing can boost your business and credibility like the instant authority of being a published author. I am a former 15-year banking executive, and it wasn't until I wrote my first book that I started to see a boost in my business. Now, I've been an author for over 10 years. I've sold over 70,000 books all independently. I have four bestsellers, and my books have been featured on every major media outlet you could think of all without hiring a publicist. I've coached hundreds of self-published authors on how to write, market, and sell their books the right way, and I have many authors that I've helped become bestsellers and even helped some make five figures before they even launched their book. I've been getting a lot of requests lately for book coaching since I revealed that one of my clients, Julian Gordon, made $111,000 in two months pre-launch on his new book. So I created this new program that is breaking down everything that you need to write, publish your book in 90 days or less, and also all the secrets on how to sell massive books as a self-published author. So go to IncomeFromBooks.com for more information, and for a limited time, you'll get 40% off the normal price, and you don't even need a discount code. I promise you, it's a worthwhile investment. You have a story that the world needs to hear, so let me help you build your impact and your income. Good people need to do good. So let me help you. I'll see you on the other side. Incomefrombooks.com. And so, and, so, and, and so talk, talk to me about some of the things that, that they're doing, right? Because yeah. I, you know, I'll, I'll follow the company and, you know, apps and, and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Financial literacy is yes. part of that. Uh, talk a little bit about that for me. Yeah, so like I said, in, uh, the investment course is coming out. They also have the um, Stock Boss Up app, yep. which is a free app. So everybody go download this app. It'll teach you how to invest in stock markets. It's really cool. They have games on there. You can see who's like winning and all that stuff. Yeah. Really great app. Um, they also have Boss Up Banking, which they just launched this initiative, which is absolutely amazing. It's going to help people who are unbankable mm. for traditional banks mm. to get access to capital. Yeah. I mean, who's doing that? Right. I was just able to be a moderator at the Boss Up Summit that we had uh, last month where I interviewed Romeo and P and Wall Street Trapper. Shout out to Trap. Out Big to Trap. Trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Kevin Wall Streeter, who's also doing amazing things in the stock um, 
on the stock arm of things. Yeah. So yeah, they, they're doing so many things. From farming, they have uh, studios for children. They're, I can't even get into all the things they're doing for the youth program. Oh um, but products galore. So it's not just chips. Yeah. You know, it's noodles, it's fish fry, it's mm. pancakes, it's cereal. Mm. So, you know, our goal is to just take over grocery stores. Wow. Why wow. not? Wow. You know, you go into a grocery store and they have the Asian aisle or they have the Hispanic aisle, but they don't have a black aisle. They don't have, right. you know, an aisle for our products. Right. You know. And so how, how do you do that, right? Because, um, you know, you, you're, you're, you're a broker, mm -hmm. right? Largest, yeah. you, know, you, know, you know, largest broker in, in Atlanta, woman run uh, in Atlanta, owned in Atlanta. Um, you know, chief information officer at Rap Snacks. Mm -hmm. um, you're a mother, right? Yes. And so, you, so, so you know, you're, 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 you got parenting, and there's a, there was a quarantine. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that parenting during the quarantine. I think that you have to be okay with not having balance at certain stages of your life. Ooh. Okay. You know, I'm okay. Like, right now, I'm off balance on the business side. Yeah. So my business is heavier than my personal. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people try to make it 50-50 too soon. Yeah. I'm not able to relax right mm -hmm. now. It's not my relax season. It's my boss-up season. Oh, yeah. That's the season that I'm in in life. And identifying that has allowed me to think about it differently. Yeah. So, you know, when you're thinking, oh, I'm working out of town. Oh, I just got so much to do. Yeah. That's the mindset that you're telling yourself. But for me, it's like it energizes me. Like, I have so much going on. I have yeah. so much to do because guess what? I'm leveling up. I'm moving forward. I'm pushing things. I'm making things move. Mm. So it's all about perception and how you think about it. Yeah. So you really have to check yourself with your mentality with regard to it because one thing about it, and you have to also remind yourself of what you asked for. Mm. A lot of times we'll lay and pray and like, oh, I want to be like that person to this person, mm. but you're not willing to really do the work that it takes. So yeah. when I have all these different opportunities coming and sometimes I may feel overwhelmed, I sit down, I breathe, and I say, you know what? Thank you, God. Mm because you've given me these opportunities. You've chosen me for these opportunities, and it's selfish of me if I don't share my gifts with the world. Mm, mm, I love that. And then, and then so now you have all of these things. How, how, yes. did, how, did, how did the, you know, how did you parent? Like, how, like how, how did you, you know, like, so you're quarantined, you have your child, yes. you have, you know, these businesses you work on. Like, how, yes. how did that dynamic shift for you? It really takes a lot of organization and also hiring. So hiring the right people. So I have an assistant. I have a compliance coordinator. I have an associate broker who is absolutely amazing that helps me manage my team. I also have a leadership team within my agents mm -hmm. who are help with the newer agents that come on as mentors. Mm -hmm. So I've built in layers to me mm -hmm. on the brokerage side. Mm -hmm. So that has already freed me up. As a matter of fact, I'm retiring this year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so retiring. spoiler alert. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're retiring. I'm retiring myself from my business this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And what that means is I'm hiring an, an, a managing broker to manage the day-to-day. -day. Wow. And my focus will be on marketing, branding, and building the networking uh, business wow. side of it. So I'll really just be focused on marketing. Mm -hmm. So when I tell y'all, y'all going to be tired of seeing my ads, yes. y'all going to be tired of seeing my, my photo shoots, because right, right, right. that's going to be my new full-time job. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, the difference between a CEO and an owner. Mm. You can be a CEO, but by definition, a CEO is an employee of a business. Right. An owner oversees mm. the CEO. Big bar, yeah. So yeah. if I call myself an owner, how can I really be an owner if I'm in the grind, if I'm in the hustle every day in my business? No, I'm working for Williams & Co. I don't mm. like that. Mm. I want to own Williams & Co. Mm. Mm. And I want to check in whenever, you know, I'm saying I'm not on a resort somewhere. Right. <laughs> I, love I love it, I love it, I love it. And so now, you know, you have all these things, you, you, you know, you're... Uh, you're, you're doing all these different things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, we're, we're, I mean, some call it a pandemic, some call it a pandemic, some people, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely both. Right? And um, so, and so what, what would you say uh, to that entrepreneur, yeah. right? Um, or that, that, that person that has that side hustle yeah. or that nine to five and wants to side hustle and they, they're trying to juggle it all. They're not, they can't figure it out. What advice would you have for that person? Um, you have to really write things down and be very organized and intentional about your day. Yeah. I think a lot of times we allow our day to run us yeah. and we're not really running our day. And what I mean by that is actually knowing what are you doing from 10 to 11? Mm. What are you doing from 12 to 1? Mm. You know, you have to know that and be intentional. If not, you're gonna, days are just gonna continue to pass you. You're never gonna really make that transition. So I would encourage you to even take time off mm. from your full-time job and see how you do. See how you have time management. See if you actually work on your business. You know what I mean? Because if you're gonna call it a side hustle, you're already not even calling it a business. Wow. So your mindset is already wrong. Yeah. You need to be looking at that like, okay, 
I have a full-time job and I have a business. If you're still talking about it as a hustle, it's like I'll pick it up and put it down. I can't pick up and put down my business because it depends on me. I have to perform. And if you don't look at it that way, then you're never going to, nobody else is going to respect it that way. So you have to stop playing with it. You have to really put in those key foundational steps, really treat it like it's something. And um, walk, talk, and breathe it. Yeah. I love it. All right. From broke to broker, how to turn your pain, pitfalls, and poverty mindset into profit, power, and prosperity. That's a, so that's I got a, a question for you. That's a powerful, powerful title. I yes. got a question for you. Please, please. So who came up with this? I don't even know. That is how, how to turn your pain, pitfalls, and poverty mindset into profit, power, and prosperity. Yeah. That's not the book coach, right? Shout out to you. Special shout out to you. Oh my gosh. This book has been life changing. When I tell y'all, so his courses are amazing. I would not have gotten this book done without Ash Cash. He helped me not only come up with this amazing subtitle, but he also designed my book cover. So, you know, he's been so humble. He is not even, like, Denise, I did that. He's never made me feel that way. He did all that in the background. Like, I'm so, so happy. Like, I love it. I'm in love with it. And everyone that sees it is just, like, blown away. Thank you. Blown Thank away. You. So you really took my vision and just blew it up. Nah, I appreciate you. Yes. Let's talk about that, right? From broke to broker. Talk, talk, talk to us about that because, you know, we're inside the vault, yeah. right? Yeah. And in and, and the vault... Uh, is the, the place where people keep their most valuable yes. assets, right? Mm -hmm. And so for us, metaphorically, and I mean, quite literally, we, you know, we want to get inside the vault. And so when you talk about, you know, having a poverty mindset and, yeah. and, and, and being able to uh, make it profitable, mm -hmm. right? You know, talk to us about that, 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 that broke mindset mm -hmm. and, and, and what was the process of making it profitable? Yeah, I mean, going through the struggle, like I was explaining from childhood, it's like, do you want that to always be your life? Mm. You have to make that decision. Like, yes, a lot of us have similar stories with regard to humble beginnings, but it's like, at what point are you gonna make the decision? You can't blame your parents, you can't blame your surroundings necessarily. Yes, it's, it makes it harder, for sure. But you have to make the decision that I'm not going to be broke. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not going to be broke in. I'm going, you know, I'm going to push forward. So for me, that's what it was all about. I think also having a son really helped me, you know, it hit home because it's like, no, I don't want him to experience the things that I went through, you know, and I always wanted big, I always wanted more. I've just always seen myself as better. And so when you say, you know, you, you like you always seem bigger, seem better, like, like, where did that come from? What, how, how did you vision? Especially when people come from perspectives or come from a place of lack, um, a lot of people are hopeless. A lot of people just see that lack and never go outside of that lack. But, 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 how, but, but what made you want better? Honestly, I feel like sometimes you're just born with the juice. Ooh. Like, sometimes it's not always about, like, what was the steps that got you here. Sometimes it's innately in you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just feel like success has just been in me. So mm -hmm. even as a child, like, I've always been that child that's gotten all the awards, you know, for the award ceremony. I've always been cheerleading captain. I wasn't just a cheerleader. I had to be the captain. Yeah. I wasn't just on the track team. I had to be the captain. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's just something, I, you know, if I was going to get a diploma or a degree, I always had to be summa cum laude, you know? So it was always something that I've always strived to do. Yeah. That's just how I've always been. And so, you know, my friends, even growing up, used to always just call me extra. Like, you always over the top. Like, you can't just have a birthday party. You got to get a car. So I got a car, Sweet 16, before, you know what I'm saying? But it was, it was, it was a putt-putt. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to cap on your show now. I ain't going to cap on your show. But, you know, different things. So that's, I just feel like it's been in me um, to do it. And I also have visions. So it's not something that I really openly talk about often. But I do see things. Mm -hmm. Like, I see things that are going to happen. Like, I know that, I'm not even going to say that on camera, but I know I'm a millionaire, like, mm. in a split second. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, obviously built a seven-figure business, but I want cash, money, yes. you know what I'm saying? And that's happening this year. Mm. 
So for me, it's just about how much do you believe in yourself? Yeah. How hard are you going to work to get to where you want to go? And like, just go after it. You can't be afraid to fail. Mm. I, one of the questions I ask myself is like, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. It's a simple question, but when you think about it, okay, do I want to have this business opportunity? If it fails, what's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. How much money did I lose by trying it? Mm -hmm. You know, how much time did I lose by investing, you know, by, by doing that? Mm -hmm. So if I feel like it's worth it, I'm going to go after it. Mm. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it yeah. and see what happens and see where it can go. I mean, like I said, the first attempt at Rap Snacks, then it fell on nothing. Right. But I'm gonna try again. Like, so you have, if it's worth it, you're gonna keep pushing towards it. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. no, I love that, I love that. And then so, um, you know, this journey of yeah. being, you know, you know, the youngest, uh, the largest uh, brokerage owner in Atlanta, largest, you know, uh, largest in Atlanta, youngest in the country. Um, you know, was it, did you do it by yourself? Did you have mentorship? And if you did or didn't, what's your thoughts on mentorship? How important is it? So um, I think the associate broker role would be the closest thing that I had to mentorship, yeah. but it wasn't like I had someone to say, this is the step one, this is step two, this is step three. Like a lot of things were trial and error. Actually, a lot of things that I learned, I had to unlearn mm. in order to do them, you know, the, the by the book kind of way. Um, and that's another thing, like, you have to choose what kind of business owner you want to be. Mm -hmm. So even when people seek mentorship, yeah, you should seek mentorship, but you still can't. They're not going to be able to dictate every step of your journey. Yeah. Like, your journey is going to be your journey. It's unique to you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be okay with that. Learn what you can, but also just try things. Just step out and do it. Mm -hmm. So that's what's gotten me to where I am. Yeah. Um, definitely, yes, had to hire people mm -hmm. to help me. Had to have a village to encourage me. Because there are certain times where I'm just like, what am I doing? Right, right. Why am I doing this? I don't have to. I can be bad all by myself. Yeah, yeah. Why do I have to have all these people? You know what I mean? You have all these conversations with yourself. So you, it is great to have good people around you mm -hmm. to be able to push you and encourage you and continue to motivate you to keep going to that next level. Hey, it's Ash Cash. Are you new to entrepreneurship and struggling with having to figure out everything by yourself? I want to tell you about the number one entrepreneurship community in the country. Sometimes just being in the right environment can make all of the difference in the world for your mindset, your work ethic, and your results. This entrepreneurship community is called The Morning Meetup, and it's led by my guy, David Shands, who is an amazing entrepreneur. So, The Morning Meetup is a group of entrepreneurs who meet every single morning to make sure that they're getting three things right. Information, activity, and environment. There are so many brilliant and ambitious people who simply need access to the right information to really start moving forward in the right direction. Every single morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, Dave, along with other successful business owners from all different backgrounds, meet with new entrepreneurs to shed light on things like investing, content creation, monetizing, automation, mindset, business strategy, and so much more. To stay sharp and grow as a group, they select a book, then read a chapter each day, briefly discuss their takeaways from that chapter as a part of the daily meetup. The best part is that this community is really big on not solely just getting the right information, but making sure that everyone in the group is doing the right activities to stay on track towards their goal. Dave has done a tremendous job of creating and fostering a truly unique environment for entrepreneurs to receive high-level mentorship and accountability. To get a week access pass for just $1, head over to themorningmeetup.com slash vault. You'll be able to join the community and get access to daily coaching, participate in the morning question and answer sessions to get all of your questions answers and meet hundreds of driven entrepreneurs. So go ahead, go to themorningmeetup.com slash vault. It's only $1 to start and I promise you, you will see value immediately. All right, tell them Ash Cash sent you. Let's, let's switch gears a little bit, you know, as, as we, we think about, you know, as a real estate agent, as a broker, owning your brokerage, um, there's somebody watching right now um, that, you know, you, you're thinking about home ownership, but okay. doesn't believe that they can do it or doesn't know if they can do it. Um, you know, there, there are people who are saying, well, why be in a rush to own, right? You can rent. Uh, what's your thoughts about home ownership? Is you know, is it something that everybody should do, or is it something that you can make the decision? It's not mm -hmm. for everybody. What's your thoughts? 
I mean, I definitely think that it's your decision. Mm -hmm. It's something that you, you know, a lot of people take pride in it. A lot of people feel like they have to do it. I don't think it's a have to do. I think that it's definitely something that you would need to want to do. Uh, But if you're having doubts about where you are, if it can happen for you, I'm definitely open to having that conversation. My team is always ready and willing to help with that. But there are programs out there to help people at different steps in their journey. Mm -hmm. So if you need down payment assistance or if you're someone who's an entrepreneur, like I have a product to put you in the bucket that you need to be in yeah. uh, in order to accomplish that goal. So if it is a goal for you, then yes, definitely it's an, an amazing investment to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, go after it. Yeah. Have conversations. Ask questions. Don't feel like, you know, any question is a dumb question mm-hmm. because you just need to put a plan in place. I think a lot of people have that anxiousness. They have that anxiety by, you know, they don't know if they make enough right. or, you know, oh, my credit score is X. Ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Reach out to a professional. Like, yeah. there's no judgment zone. Yeah. You know, be willing to learn. And then guess what? Even if that conversation is this year and you can't buy it until next year, you know exact, the exact steps that you need to take to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest step that people miss is, like, just asking the questions. Prepare yourself. Because I tell people all the time, I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to need a check in 2021, in 2022, 2023. So whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Right. Don't matter to me if it's now or if it's later. Yeah, yeah. You know, so let's put a plan together and get you into that if that's yeah. your goal. And, and like, like, I, 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 what are the first steps, right? First time home buyer, yeah. uh, wants to buy a home, uh, doesn't know where to start. What's the first step for them? So the first step, I would say, is to call Williams & Co., of yes. course, obviously, plug. Um, the second step is also talking to a lender. Mm-hmm. Like, you really want to get information about your finances, and agents can help you with that. Like, we can refer you to a lender to get conversations about, you know, your credit score, their programs, and where you fall, what your debt-to-income ratio is, and things of that nature. Um, so speaking with a the lender, they're going to be able to give you that yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first step. Mm-hmm. After that, then agents can show you property, um, based on the approval amount that you're approved for. Mm-hmm. So there's five things that you need to know about the home buying process as far as out-of-pocket expenses because most people want to know how much it's going to cost me and how long is it going to take me. Yeah. So how much it's going to cost you is based on these five things. One is going to be your earnest money, which is 1% of the purchase price, mm-hmm. and that's consideration for the loan. So you're essentially saying, hey, I'm serious about purchasing your home. I'm going to put this, down, this deposit down, and I'll come back and pay the rest at closing. Mm-hmm. So that's 1%. And then you also have the cost for your inspection, which, you know, it starts around 350 but it goes up based on the size of your home. And then you have your appraisal, which is going to make sure that you're not paying more for the home than it's actually worth. That runs about $500. Uh, and it goes up based on the size of your home. And then you also have your down payment. So, again, if you're VA, there's no down payment. Obviously, if you're USDA, there's no down payment. I also have 0% down payments for other professionals, like in the medical industry and things of that nature. Um, and then also, if you do have to pay a down payment, it's going to range between 3 to 5% down. And then finally, you have your closing costs, which also range between 3 to 5%. So right now in our market, especially if you're looking in Atlanta, definitely want to be prepared to pay your own closing costs because that is a cost that sellers can pay on your behalf, but we're not seeing a lot of that in the market right now. So if you are ready or you're on the fence, like just write those notes down, pause it, replay the video um, so that you can kind of calculate out what you're looking at to start the process, but, you know, have the conversation, and yeah. we can definitely help you through it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And and so what, what are the considerations, though, for somebody who is um, looking for that higher uh-huh. ticket, right? Because I was on your Instagram, <laughs> right? And I and, and, and I, see, I see some things that the family's going to want to get into, right? Yeah. You know, I'm talking to, to, to our executive producer, and he's yeah. like, yo, it's time to switch yeah. that zip code, right? It's time, it's time to get the, get the, that, that gated. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yes, and so yes. what, what are those, those considerations when you're looking at sort of like those higher-priced yes, uh, places? Yes, your jumbo loans on the traditional side. But yeah. the, the clients that I work with that I really enjoy uh, as far as what I'm really making my niche is entrepreneurs. Yes. Because there are so many black businesses, not even just black, but just business owners in Atlanta. It's just crazy. Um, so I do have access to a loan product that's an entrepreneur loan. And essentially, it's 10% down. Mm-hmm based on your credit score. So it starts at 660. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, if you the higher the credit, the better the down payment. So the down payment's between 10 to 15% down. Mm-hmm. No tax returns. Mm-hmm. So super, super dope. Mm-hmm. So it's a bank statement program. I trappers, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they do accept cash out. They accept oh. cash. They accept cash deposits. <laughs> D-boys. <laughs> Look, you got to have a bank account. Yeah, yeah, I got <laughs> No uh, mattress money. Yes. Uh, 
But, uh, yeah, 12-month bank statements, they average out your income over those 12 months. Only deposits are what they look at. They don't care about your withdrawals. Mm. Um, interest rates range between four uh, and a quarter, up to six and a quarter. Mm -hmm. um, 30-year term, fixed loan, so you don't have to worry about it being an investor loan or a short-term or a balloon payment. No, it's literally a fixed loan. Mm -hmm. That you can also refi out, so obviously the interest rate is a little higher than where we are, yeah. but it's because there is no tax returns required. Right. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for a loan, like this is the best loan that I've seen right now, as long as you own your business for two years or more, mm -hmm. and you own at least 51% of it, mm -hmm. then great. And you're gonna use the bank statements for either personal or business. Nice. So whether you get more money in your business name, you wanna use your business bank accounts. If it's more in your personal, you wanna use your personal accounts. Mm. So yeah, that's another conversation we can have. Yeah, and no, I love that, I love mm -hmm. that. And, 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 and you know, uh, have you been, you know, have you seen an increase in home ownership amongst our community. Yes. Yeah, because I because I think yes. that when we think about the wealth gap, a lot of times people talk about the wealth gap being so wide because yeah. of lack of ownership. But, mm -hmm. but what what you know what what's the temperature? I mean, you know, across the nation, it's hard to tell, but in Atlanta, because of so much black power, we were kind of in this you know in this joint. For us, it might be skewed because. That's what we see, that's who we interact with, that's the majority of our clientele, you know, that's that's just how it is here. But absolutely yeah. a huge, huge, I mean, 2020 was like the best year ever for my business. Mm, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. So during a pandemic. Yes. You had the So I was like, it was the pandash band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pandemic. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. what, what, do you, what do you think is attributing to that? To, the low interest rates, for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely, so interest rates weren't crazy low during that time because no one knew what was really going to happen or what was going on. So every lender across the board has been crazy busy. Yeah. You know, you can't even get an appraisal done right now in less than two weeks because it's so much going on in our housing market. But also there's pros and cons to everything. Yes, there are a lot of homeowners entering the market, yeah. but the cons are if you're a homeowner who, you know, doesn't have the best credit or you can't pay your own closing costs, like you're going to miss out on the deals because a lot of these homes are going into multiple offer situations. Wow. And you as a seller, if you put your seller hat on, it's like, are you going to pick the person that needs you to pay their closing costs? Right. Or are you going to pick the person who has their own money? Right. You know, and so they're really getting more specific about the types of uh, approval letters that they'll want to accept. So conventional buyers are more attractive than FHA buyers. You know, that's always been the case, but now it's even more important, you know, to be a conventional borrower if you can. Yeah. But you know, cash is always king. So another thing that we're really fighting with is the cash buyers that have entered the market. Mm -hmm. Because social media has Atlanta so popping, right, 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 right. Investors are coming here like crazy. People are relocating here like crazy. So that's bringing hedge funds. So you have these billion dollar hedge funds coming up and buying all this inventory in Atlanta. Mm. So I really know our, our rental prices are going to skyrocket. Wow. It's already started, yeah. you know, um, because they're purchasing a lot of homes. What's new actually too, what's going on is like, hedge funds are buying lands mm -hmm. and building new construction mm -hmm. and only leasing them. Wow. So they're not even selling the properties, they're leasing the properties because it's so important to own here in Atlanta. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's definitely a new trend in the market right now. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. All right, and so now, you know, you're, you're, you're this big time brokerage owner um, and, and looking back, right, everybody, you know, usually has something uh, that if they knew, right, if you knew better, you yeah. do better. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at Denise Williams today, mm -hmm. um, what advice would Denise give her 18-year-old self? Uh, I think don't be so hard on yourself. Like, everything is going to work out how it's supposed to. Uh, the things that you're going through now at 18 is so important for where you're going to be at 33. Mm -hmm. So, you know, becoming a mother and all those things that I thought were going to break me down mm -hmm. really have become things that have built me so much. Mm -hmm. Like, being a mother empowers me so much. Mm -hmm. You know, on days that I'm down, I can look at him and say, you know what, it's all better now. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes God just knows what you need, and that's just one of the examples, many of the many examples of trials that I've been through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just keep going, keep pressing, yeah. and everything is gonna work out. And the money will come. Yeah. You know, I've been wanting to be rich forever. Right, right. I'm like, Lord, right. what is gonna happen? So yeah, just patience, being yeah. patient. Yeah. Going through the process, and it'll work out. And so when we think about the money, when we think about uh, the, the, the things uh, you know, you want to be rich forever. Uh, with, <laughs> yes. with, with, all, with all of the money that you've made so far, mm -hmm. uh, what would you say is the most extravagant thing you've done with money? The most extravagant thing I've done with money? Probably flying my family. Mm, 
hope that's this is just the first thing that comes to hand. And it was also just very fulfilling for me. Yeah, yeah. Flying my whole like family to Aruba mm. and spending almost a week there. Mm. Um, my son said, Hey, you know, I'm like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Yeah. And he's like, you know, most 12 year olds wanna <laughs> play with toys or something, you know. Well, I guess not nowadays and want a new phone. Right. I was preparing for the PlayStation. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be the thing he wanted. But he said, I want to go out of the country. Mm. And so for me, it was at 12. Like he has a, yes, that's what he said. Yes, Destin wants to go to Japan. He said, yes, I want to go out of the country. And he's been out of the country before, but it was just a different kind of tone. He's like, this is what I want to do. Like, it made me so happy that I was able to just make that happen Mm -hmm. versus it being like, oh, boy, you want that? I ain't doing that. You know, think about how our parents would have reacted to that. So, you know, not only to take him, but to take multiple people uh, and pay for it and it be covered and not blink or not feel like, you know, oh, what I'm gonna do when I get back? I gotta hustle when I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was just also very fulfilling for me to yeah. be able to do that because it's all strides. I'm like, I know her home is next, you know what I'm saying? I, so it's just being able to be helpful and give back to my family is so great for me. No, I love that, mm-hmm. I love that. And so in, in that vein, uh, what would you say is the most impactful thing you've done with money? Most impactful, hmm. I really think the foundation and being able to give back at foundations at closing has been the most impactful. Mm. You know, one of the organizations that I participate with is called Get Real, Get Healed. Mm. And that's an organization that helps women who have dealt with sex trafficking, drug abuse, et cetera, et cetera. So to be able to, and and this lady was just, you know, she was walking, handing out Bibles and doing things herself from our own merit and really um, digging in her own pockets to try to help all these people. You can't really, you know, have a successful nonprofit by doing that. So because of our efforts and because of our giving, like, it's completely been able to help her to do more and to help more people. And I get calls from her. I'll get pictures from her. With you, I'm about to cry. Get pictures uh, from her of things that she's been able to do based on our contributions to her organization. And so to me, that's been the most impactful. Wow. And and why, why, why is giving back important? Seems like it's important to you. Because you have to, you have to remember, always remember where you come from, and you have to help others. You know what I mean? Always give to, and also because of probably my background as well. My mom is, is a giver as well. Yeah. Um, but it's important because that's how we continue to move things forward. You know, we're not gonna be here forever. Yeah. So we can't take all this money with us. Yeah. So why not just help the next person? Help the next person. Yeah. Like, all right. So, I, so you know, I know you, you know, you're, uh, you've built a seven-figure business, mm-hmm. right? A million dollars this year in your bank account. Cash money. Cash money. Uh, What's the first purchase you're making once you become a millionaire? The first purchase that I'm making. Mm, 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 mm. I think I want to buy a warehouse. Mm, A warehouse? Yes. I think what people need to think about is not just thinking about owning real estate to flip a property. Mm. You have to think about owning commercial real estate. Mm. So one of my passions is also e-commerce. And so if you think about all the billions that e-commerce does and even has accelerated because of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. where are they going to store all this inventory? You know what I mean? So why are people only focused on, okay, how many houses can I own? How many houses can I flip? Why aren't we commercial landlords? I want to be a commercial landlord. Mm. I don't want to just own residential real estate. You know, those are longer-term leases. You know what I mean? You have a residential house, and you have a lease for a year. Mm -hmm. You have a commercial property. You have leases for 10 years, Mm -hmm. for 20 years, or own the land that the building is on Mm -hmm. forever. So I want to I purchase a warehouse. And I love that. Where, 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 does, where does your sense of hustle come from, though, right? Like, My sense you, of hustle? Yeah, you got, the, you, got, you got a different sense of yeah. hustle. Where does that come from? Um, I think just not wanting to go back, yeah. you know, to what I've seen and what I've experienced, sharing clothes and not having food or being hungry. Like, I don't want to have to ever experience those things again. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to normalize luxury. Mm. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times we just get so caught up in like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I came from X, Y, and Z. And like, you have to stay there or our culture sometimes makes you dim your light a little bit. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like I'm going after everything mm. that I want That's because it. I deserve it. That's it. No, I love that. I love that. And then so um, what would you say is the, the best financial advice you've ever received? Um, I think my best financial advice came from, like, an Instagram post one time. (laughs) And it was basically someone talking about if your bank account doesn't motivate you, then nothing else can. And I'm like, ooh. 
Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> right, you know, so, 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 so if your bank account, if you look at your bank account, if you look account, at your, your bank motivated. account and you're not motivated to do more, yeah, you got, then, you, then what is talking to you going to do? Ooh. What is hiring a coach going to do for you? Ooh. You want somebody to be your cheerleader? If your bank account ain't making you get up off your behind, then what else will? Wow. So when I saw that, it was instantly life changing for me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? You know what? I, I, I do want to go back. Uh, to real estate for a second, okay. Um, because you know, you know, Atlanta's Wakanda, right? Yes. Um, a lot of movers and shakers, a lot of big things that happen here. You know, to to your point earlier about um, you know hedge funds buying up the lands, yeah. buy, you know, building up houses so that way uh, they're not selling them, they're leasing them, they're they're, they're holding on to that land. Um, you know, people people are moving here in droves. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have the money to afford Atlanta, because Atlanta is almost yeah. feeling like up top, yes. right? Yes. Um, you know, where are the places that you can still uh, kind of get the bang bang for your buck outside of Atlanta, if, if that you know, if, if that if that's still around? You know? mm -hmm. I think that's a great question, and it's helpful to have it, this conversation because it's been so long that, oh, I can move to Atlanta and, and buy a mansion for $200,000. So I'm happy that now people are realizing and understanding that it's no longer what it used to be a few years ago. Uh, so if you're looking to be inside the perimeter, you're going to look to, you know, you need to have 400 plus you know, to be comfortable and have a nice home inside the perimeter. Mm -hmm. So for people that want a bang for their buck or they're in, you know, under a $300,000 price point, you want to be, com you're going to have to be comfortable with not being close to the city. Mm -hmm. You just have to be okay with being that 30, 45 minute drive right now. Yeah. Like you're going to be pushed to the McDonough's, you know, and even McDonough is coming up. I uh, literally under contract now on $1.8 million house in McDonough. Mm -hmm. So you can't really sleep on the South side either. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, Anywhere outside of the city, about 30 to 35 minutes is going to still keep you under that 300 price point. Okay. okay. Yeah, so being open to that. Um, also, not necessarily, and if you do want to be inside the perimeter, be open to not necessarily having a large house. Mm. You know, being open. So I have conversations with individuals who are like, oh, I don't want a townhome, I don't want this. But it's like, but your, your budget's in townhome prices. Right. You know, so being open to different inventory than you might have had your mindset on mm -hmm. and being okay with finding a property that you may have to do some work to. Mm -hmm. So looking into loans such as a 203k loan. Mm -hmm. I know COVID has kind of hurt that uh, loan program a yeah, little what, bit. What is that? What is a 203k? So a 203k loan is essentially a first-time home buyer or a homeowner's investor loan, yeah. essentially. So what you're able to do is you purchase a property who, you know, that needs some work done to it, and they build in the rehab budget within your loan. Ooh, nice. mm -hmm. yeah. So now you obviously have to be approved for both as far as purchase price plus renovation budget yeah. um, in order to pull it off, but it's definitely a helpful loan for people that want to be you know, close to the city and don't mind having some work done to the property to really bring it up, mm -hmm. that's another option or workaround rather to being close to the city and not having to be on the outskirts. Oh, no, I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Let's do our uh, lightning round. So, okay. You know, we are inside the vault. Inside literally. the vault. Um, and so what we do in our lightning round, uh, we take bank terms, uh, we flip those terms so, so that they can mean what we want them to mean. Oh, right? gosh. Um, and so... Um, our first term is deposit slip, right? And so deposit slip mm -hmm. usually means, you know, when you go into the bank, you fill out your deposit slip, you make, you, you make it a deposit inside of the bank. Mm -hmm. But for us, deposit slip is a slip up, right? It's a money slip mm -hmm. up, right? Uh, a time where you messed up with money or you, you had a money mishap. What would you say is your biggest deposit slip? Ooh. I done lost money so many times. Mm -hmm. uh, I think believing in partnerships and paying for things prior to doing my due diligence. Ooh, okay. So you lose money because you're paying a person to do a job, to do a service, because you're listening to what their mouth is saying. Yeah. But you didn't do the due diligence on calling references, seeing how they really work. You know, um, just doing that due diligence has cost me a lot, a lot of money. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So, so make, Just so being too sure. excited, right, right, but right. not actually like, really checking all the boxes that need to be checked before you bring someone into your circle. Got it, got it. Uh, second term, interest rate, right? And so interest rate is usually uh, the money that you pay for a loan or money that's paid to you when you, you lend somebody something. But for us, interest rate is uh, really the, the interest you know, rate of what you're doing right now. Uh, you know, tapping into that why. Um, what is your interest rate 
currently uh, with what you're doing? My interest. So, what am I like most interested in and motivated yeah, or, by or, right now? Or or, or 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 tapping into your why? Like, why why are you doing what you what you're doing right now? I think, on a very simple level, the DMs and the text messages that I get constantly of how much I inspire people. Mm. Um, it's one thing when you're just out here moving and shaking, but it's another thing when people recognize it mm. and they hit you up and they constantly just remind you of, like, you're so awesome, you're amazing, like, you inspire me to do this. I literally just got a message today where she was like, I gave up on real estate 10 years ago and just from watching your page, like, I'm going to get my real wow, estate license. Nice. So nice. impact has been what continuously is my why and makes me continue to go forward. Nice, I love that. And then last but not least, a charge off, right? And so a charge off is obviously there's not enough money in the in the bank. Yes. We know you don't got that problem. Right? <laughs> but you know, uh, what mindset or people did you have to charge off during your journey? I'll, I'll say one of my favorite quotes is helpful for this, and it goes back to the deposit slip. But it's you can't deposit excuses. Mm. So when you let go of your excuses, then everything else in your life can continue to work out. I don't care if you had a bad day and you hit a pothole on the way to a meeting. Like it's all about mindset and how you interpret things. Like you never know if hitting that pothole just saved you from a car wreck that could have caused you to lose your life. So it's like just really cutting off negative thoughts, cutting off negative attitudes. I think a lot of times we put emphasis on like who we need to cut off as people versus the mindset that we need to cut off within ourselves. Mm. So all the self-doubt, all those things. So I had to cut my own negative thinking off yeah. and really pursue my dreams and really say, you know what, no, I'm going to get it. I deserve it, and I'm going to win. Ooh, love that, love that. I love that, I love that. <laughs> um, so let, let, let's, you know, there's a lot of uh, money myths out there, right? Money doesn't grow on trees. Mm -hmm. Take money to make money. Uh, dispel one money myth for me. Dispel something that you hear often about money that's that's just not true. Um, hmm. I don't want to be rich. Mm. Um, I don't think that it's that people don't want to be rich. I think that it's just self-doubt stopping mm. them because they don't see themselves as bigger. Um, because why wouldn't you want to be wealthy? Right. Why wouldn't you want everything that this world can offer you? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you want access? Even if you're saying, I don't... Because a lot of people try to associate being rich with negativity as far as, oh, I don't have to have material things. I'm happy. I'm yeah. fine with that. Well, if you don't like material things, you like something. Mm -hmm. Even if it's land, even if it's, like, growing plants, it's mm -hmm. whatever. You can invest in those things when you have money. Yeah. So I think that people limit themselves or sit in comfort by not going after it because it's a, it's a comfortable place to be versus going hard. Wow, I love it, I love it. Well, Denise Williams, uh, you know, from broke to broker, largest black woman-owned brokerage in Atlanta, youngest brokerage owner in the United States. If somebody wanted to connect with you, or or, or what, what's next for Denise Williams? What's next? I know, we, I know you're retiring, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we just moved to a new office location which I'm really excited about. I'm in build-out phase right now. So our new office will have, it's twice the size, over twice the size of my previous office in Buckhead. So we're moving to the, the West End. In this office, I'm going to have, it's loft style. You definitely got to come to my grand opening. You already know. Um, but it's so dope. It's going to have, it's like open concept. It has its own kitchen. So that's really cool. We're going to be able to have the chef experience. So when you close with us, you'll be able to have a chef's dinner. Um, it has its own restroom, which is also slash a dressing room because we have a dope marketing studio. So we have an in-house marketing studio at our new headquarters. So you can shoot your podcast. Look, we can't bring this, but we have, if you ever need a backup space, definitely come over to our headquarters. Um, and then also, I guess another spoiler alert, Williams & Co. will be expanding and opening the second office. So I won't drop the location yet. But we are opening the second office this year. Ah, oh, dope, dope. Congrats, congrats. Thank and you so, so much. And so if people wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? On all social media platforms at Denise the Broker. You can also go to my website, denisethebroker.com or imdeniswilliams.com. And, yeah, reach out to me that way. Shoot me an email at denise at williamsandcorealty.com as well. All right, y'all. There you have it. Denise the Broker, <laughs> Denise Williams. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Nuggets on nuggets on nuggets. Make sure you tap in, you tune in, you learn everything you have to learn about being, first of all, ownership, yes. being your own boss, yes. you know, understanding the, the, the ownership process of buying your properties. But listen, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in. Yes, we are closing the vault, inside the vault with Ash Cash. I'm going to see y'all next time for another powerful episode. Ooh. Same time, same place, in God's will. Peace.
save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.